brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, Leafs in control, 6-1 over the Lightning with seven and a half minutes left in the third. So that series will be tied 1-1. Rangers leading game two against the Devils, 3-1. Chris Kreider has scored twice, already up to four goals in the series. Rangers lead the series one zip. Kraken and Avalanche about to get going. Seattle took game one on the road, and the Jets and the Golden Knights will start a little bit after eight. Jets up 1-0 in that series as uh, Tampa Bay has just scored. Oh, it's my mom's hero, Corey Perry, I think, getting the goal. Uh, 6-2 for the Leafs, 7-22 to go in the third period. Oilers at Kings tomorrow. The Oilers flew to L.A. today. 6 o'clock face-off show here on 6.30, Chad. Game at 8. I will uh, join you for the watch party. Well, I'll be broadcasting from the watch party tomorrow. As uh, those are always fun. I'm sure Mooner might drop by and watch uh, some of the game with me up on the, the big screen with uh, thousands of you. We're going to be uh, watching the Oilers go up against the Kings in Game 3. Dave Campbell is the producer of this show. He joins me now. Dave, how's it going? Reed, it's going well, and I just want to let you know, on a day where blue check marks are disappearing off of people's Twitter page, you will always be the blue check mark in my heart, buddy. Well, that's very kind of you to say, though I... I Honestly, couldn't care less about the blue check mark on Twitter. And many days, Isn't that most, the craziest most thing? of Twitter. Yes. Isn't that the craziest thing, though? Like, I, you know, whether you like your blue check mark or not, I, I can't believe what, I, what, I, what I'm seeing the theme. Hey, I lost my blue check mark, but I'm still here. I'm still here for you. Well, well yeah, of course we're still here. Where would your, we go? Of course you're. <laughs> exactly. So here, I'll tell a funny story here. So before Elon Musk, uh, came aboard Twitter and ruined everything. Um, I actually, for about a year, tried to get verified. And there's a process that you have to go through um, because I just wasn't getting handed that blue check mark. So and it didn't really matter to me, but I'm like, I'll just go through the process. So you have to go through all these different steps and you can, you know, okay, so it asks you, who are you? Uh, as far as you know what do you do or, or, or why do you think you need a blue check mark and there is a section for media and actually sports media so then you have to do either one of two things is uh is copy and paste the url link that you appear on so that was easy for me 630ched.com slash you know uh, edmonton elks and i got denied and then the second way is okay post three articles that you have written i go well i have hundreds of articles that i've written about this football team so i'm going to get verified for sure i got denied so anyway but you know my my existence does not require a blue check mark on twitter which has changed somewhat but you know what you take it for what it is it's social media and you you decide how far you want to go down that road and you decide how you're going to uh, use it and enjoy it yes I think fair enough. Uh, is this happening now? Oh, that was earlier in the game. There was another fight. Leafs and Lightning. Not a close game. Not a close series so far. Fight, it's going to be one one. Playoffs are fun. Game. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, Hall and Perry just fought. So Perry scored, and then he got into a fight. All right. Uh, okay. How did, Hall do against, how did Hall do against Perry? Did, 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 do, you have a, do you have a decision from that fight? Because I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, no, I didn't see the whole fight. I just oh, looked up and saw okay. the end of it. Leafs are going to win the game. Well, that's all that matters. Okay. Who, who is the, because uh, we were talking about how people, do, do you have a, and you don't have to identify the person, do you have a family member or a friend who is especially nervous or anxious during Oilers games, maybe to the point that they can't even watch? 
Um, the closest would be probably my mom, who uh, who gets nervous rather easily watching a sporting event, even though she's not the biggest sports fan. Uh, my sister-in-law has really gotten into the Oilers in the last couple of years just because, you know, the success of the team, and they're pretty good. Um, she gets very nervous watching games and can also express some expletives I can't mention on this <laughs> radio program or radio station. So, um, you know, and, you know, it's funny, but my aunt actually, uh, my Auntie Denise, will watch every Elks game, and uh, she will text me during games, and uh, that's a very interesting uh, tonality and context that I'll get on my on my uh, phone when I look in the breaks, and um, I can tell when she's really mad. I can tell when she's really happy, and I can tell when she's really nervous. So, yeah, I got nervous family members. You know, m myself when I watch games, and I guess you know because we have the the, the jobs that we do, I'm a little bit more even keeled. Although I'll tell you, last night in the third period, I was I was quite nervous though. I was quite nervous. So, but you, you kind of embrace those moments. You, and, th and that's the best part about sports is that. You, you get wrapped up into the emotion of the moment, w whether it's regular season or whether it's playoffs. Playoffs, it's easy now to do it, and that's what I love about being uh, being a sports observer and even a sports fan. Well, as I, I, I said this a lot last year, and I'll probably start using the line again this year. My, my attitude is just embrace the tension. I mean, it's not going to be easy. If it was just that easy and every game was 17-0, uh, it, it wouldn't be that interesting to watch. So <laughs> it, the, fa no. the fact that it's difficult is part of the thing that makes it exciting and important. I'm going to read this. I, I read this earlier, Dave. I don't know if you heard this. I didn't tell you this earlier today when we talked. Here's a text I got from my mom last night during the second period. I don't like okay. Dowdy and also Mikey Anderson and Kempe and the rest of the team. <laughs> That's, that's started, to the point. Started, I, started, I don't like Dowdy, and then she just threw in another couple players. Oh, you know what, everybody. So there you go. Speaking of the, do you, too, right? Do you have the Leafs on? This is still like yapping yeah. back and forth. Fans yeah. getting cautioned around the lightning penalty box. Corey finally got, or Corey Perry finally got ejected, yapping at the Leafs bench as he skates across the ice. Maroon was going at somebody. <laughs> Fans around the penalty box all standing, some of them looking like they want to engage with one of the Lightning players, which I wouldn't like foolish. their chances if that ever actually happened. Uh, <laughs> I don't think foolish. it's going to, yes. And now there was a Leaf player on the on the ice still going to the penalty box and they dropped the puck. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Toronto's up 6-2. Oilers in a 1-1 series tie. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned you're, uh, you're watching the games. They've been close. I, you know, Brownie said it last night. They haven't actually trailed during gameplay, though. They, though they lost the mm -hmm. first game. Anything you're seeing that you find especially encouraging or worrisome? I thought going into the third period, Stuart Skinner needed to have a big third period. Because I'm with you. Game one, I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think he was. I thought he was. He was all right. Corpusalo though was next level. He made. Save after save after save when it was 2 nothing, And obviously the Oilers got the third goal. But then in overtime especially, he was making a lot of quality saves. I wouldn't say 10 bellers, but just quality saves. And I thought Skinner was just a bit behind. And you go, you look at those two goals, 
especially, you know, Velarde's was, a little, you and I were talking about it. Velarde's was kind of a weird goal, but he even, I think Skinner talked about it last night, how he has to approach that goal maybe a little bit differently and uh, get the pad down in, in a different way. But I said to myself, you, you need Stuart Skinner. You need a big period here. And he makes 11 stops. And I thought that's huge. That's huge for the team. That's huge for the fan base. And it's huge, huge for Stuart Skinner just to, hey, he can do it. And I think we knew he could do it, but we had to see it. And when I look at Stuart Skinner and I compare him to Mike Smith, they are polar opposite in personality. Mike Smith and Kellen Kennedy will appreciate this. He is, you know, he's Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior. You know, he's <laughs> hulking up and he's shaking the ropes and he's like, oh, let's go here. Stuart Skinner is like, it's okay. Even keel. Almost like if I can compare uh, to a, a quarterback he used to cover, Ricky Ray. Just very even keel. You would never know if Stuart Skinner gave up six or he got a shutout. But that performance in the third period was huge for the team and for Stuart Skinner. I, I agree with Rob. I think the Oilers have dominated the series, and it's their undisciplined that has really allowed the Kings to get back up off the canvas, and they got to park that. And they weren't very good in the second period especially. I mean, Evander Kane's penalty was just it was maddening. It's like, look, peewee players do that. You shouldn't do that as a professional hockey player. You just really shouldn't, right? And, you know, Dreisaitl's stick foul. And that's the thing is the stick fouls have not been – it's been frustrating to watch. But, you know, the one thing is for certain, um, five on five, they are superior – and this is without the uh, most superior performance from Connor McDavid. And that's another thing, too. People are just looking for something with McDavid. Oh, he's hurt. It's got to be hurt. Well, he's playing against Philippe Deneau, who's one of the best checking centers in the league, and Andre Kopitar, who's one of the best two-way centers in, in, in NHL history. And I like the 11-7 alignment read because it allows – Jay Woodcroft to double shift McDavid and Dreisaitl like he did last night. And I think that's eventually going to be a real problem for the Kings. Yeah, I, I don't think McDavid is, is hurt. I, I know there have been some questions about Hyman as well, and he did miss a couple games. Uh, I mean, you never know. I, I think CeCe's probably had something nagging him throughout the season, but I, I don't think McDavid is is hindered. I think sometimes, like you said, t other teams do a good job on him. But he can yeah, incredible they get pass. paid too. Yeah, and I mean he's, he has had chances. Like you know, he's had a couple of very good. The that play down the left wing where he took the wrister, the the backhand early in the third. There have been chances there. So um, maybe the points haven't been there, but I still think he's been pretty dangerous uh, for for the most part. Uh, Edmonton Elks, you uh, you texted me something, and then I was like, oh yeah. So what what's the deal about putting the names? Fans can put their names on the logo. How does this work? Uh, they can. It's, uh, you know, this was kind of teased for the last number of days here, but it's called the Elks Launch in the Game, or sorry, the In the Game program. Fans can put their name on the double E helmet for the June 11th home opener. So uh, what's, what's going to happen? This helmet's going to have a, a unique design. Um, it's going to be a game-worn collectible that has a personal touch. A total of 90 fans will be able to see their name on the helmet, oh, wow. uh, 45 names on each side, and uh, they will uh, – yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just a unique, a unique program uh, that they're going to be able to take a part of. So if you want more information, you can go to uh, shopgoelks.com 
and uh, you know, find out how you can purchase this. And there is a cost to this, uh, $225 for season seat holders, $254 uh, for uh, non-season seat holders, but it's, uh, it, it's a unique thing. So it, you, know, you have a chance to, on a certified professional football helmet and the iconic double E, to get your name on it for the June 11th home opener, and, and it's a collectible. It's it's a uh, it's a pretty unique idea. Okay, uh, and how long are we are we from camp already? We are. Let's see here. So the drafts in 12 days. Uh, we are about three weeks. Yeah, we're just under three weeks away from rookie camp. That starts May 10th. Then main main camp starts May 14th, and then the first preseason game will be May 22nd which is a Victoria Day long weekend on the holiday Monday uh, in, in, uh, in Calgary against the Stampeders. And then they play uh, five days later at home against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and preseason's over. And then June 11th is the home, home opener against the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So we're just around the corner, Reed. It's going to be uh, exciting. You know, I'm, I'm not going to make any bold predictions about this team. On paper, they look better. Uh, but we'll talk more about that as the season gets closer. But um, I think there's a little more optimism. And it's, you know, when you give Chris Jones a chance to, you know, give him more runway to work on a roster and, and, and to identify a core, even though they, they lost the amount of games they lost last year, um, I, think, uh, I think it's going to be pretty intriguing going into this season. But it's going to be pressure-filled, too, because they got to win. All right. Dave, thanks for hopping on. Always appreciate chatting. Enjoy Game 3 tomorrow i will and this conversation has been verified it has indeed that is dave cavill the producer of this very program Leafs scored again while we were talking they lead the lightning 7-2 with 441 left in the third 780-496-0063 that is the hotline presented by certainty the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way back after the break Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, uh, Tavares with the hat trick for the Leafs, by the way, as they are uh, pounding the Lightning 7-2 tonight. Game's almost over. Kellen Kennedy down the hallway in the control room. Mm -hmm. All right, Kellen, uh, fun chat tonight. Learned a little bit, a little bit more about the the fan base and how they handle the nerves of the postseason. Still got a couple messages popping into the inbox. Oh, for sure. Uh, Steve texts in and says he's he definitely went for a walk during the first game of the Battle of Alberta playoffs. Could not bear posting, or sorry, could not bear a losing series to them. It came out and it came in as posing. I think that that was a, a autocorrect error there and that stuff. Could not bear losing the series to them. Watched the rest of the games last year. That's from Steve. All right, so sorry, he didn't watch the first game? Uh, he's, uh, he said he definitely went for a walk during the first game of the Battle of Alberta playoffs, so I don't know if he caught a bit of the game or right, Well, what, it was 9-6 Calgary. He did go for a walk during that, so... Uh, and he could not bear losing the series to them, but he did watch the rest of the game, so he must have caught game two on. Well, that's good. So he saw that, well, they won the rest of the games in that series against Calgary. All right. So <laughs> Steve was the reason why, everybody. Now you know. You can do what you want. If Steve watches, everything's fine. Yes, it's uh, it's all on Steve. <laughs> uh, Patrick Maroon getting tossed out of the game here. This is just uh, nuts tonight. Okay. 
Yeah, it's Bedlam down there. Holy moly. Uh, Rob texts in and says, when it gets a little bit dicey, my wife's goat... My wife, or sorry, my wife goes to bed and says the best thing I can do is not watch. I'm going to bed and listen to the boys. That's from Rob. Well, I appreciate that if you're listening to Chet. That's that's good. Still a form of taking in the game. Maybe it's easier if you don't see it. You just hear Jack or Cam and Bob talking about it. Who's ever doing the play-by-play? Oh, feeder of the mind, right? It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Dangerous Dan says Uh-oh. that uh, this, this is this is an interesting uh, text here. It says, My wife's cousin who was dying of throat cancer last spring told his wife he was going to miss one thing. She was looking for something amazing, and he said, the playoffs. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, that's an emotional one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's a really good one. Thanks. That's for, it's nice when people, well, it's touching. It's, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's an honor that people share stuff like that. So thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 780-496-0063. I will be at the watch party tomorrow. I, I won't be amongst the fans. Cause high they, above the fans. I, I am, I am way up there. If you're ever. <laughs> If you, if you ever get a press box tour at Rogers Place, or maybe some of you have been up there, I don't know if they have. Well, sometimes I'll see a tour coming by a couple hours before a game. If you've ever been up there, yes, I am right at center ice, straight up from the penalty box at the very top, as high as you can go in the building well, without climbing up something that you shouldn't climb on. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not hanging from whatever rafters or pipes there are, but I, I'm very high up. And uh, so yes, if you if you if you ever go up there, there's a h- hallway with all the 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 booths up there since for team the team managers and the technical stuff and the radio and TV. Mm-hmm. And there's one that says 6:30 Ched Radio, mm-hmm. right at center ice. So and Bob and Jack, or if it's Cam and Bob, they're at, they're below me. They're in they're not in a booth. They're in a row, right? Where other media guys, you know, sit and the the writers sit. So they call the game from lower. So I I'm there with Troy Bowler, our engineer. That's where we watch from. Rob's in the booth to my right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're way up there. Yeah, it's level eight. We say it's eight story. It might actually be more than eight stories it's it's way up there but that's where we watch from so i'll be there tomorrow for the watch party <laughs> sort of a, a bird's eye view of the fans and it's, watching the game on it the big sounds screen. very batman-esque you know like you know the the end scene of like every batman movie where he's looking over gotham yeah yes <laughs> that's what i'm like my cape is billowing in the wind <laughs> i'm i'm framed inside the moon <laughs> the bat signal comes on, and then I, I, I go away in the bat wing. The giant W yes, for Wilkie. That, yes, exactly, that's exactly what it is. Well, hopefully it's a giant W for win tomorrow for your Edmonton yes. Oilers. Bob Stauffer has Oilers now. The extended playoff game day edition is from noon to 3 here on 630 Ched. Chelsea on Ched at 3 o'clock. Uh, I believe she's going to be down at, uh, at Rogers Place. And then I'm at 6 for the face-off show game coming up after 8 o'clock. Series tied 1-1, Oilers and Kings. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer. Quickly here, Rangers leading the Devils 4-1 with 8 minutes left. Seattle is up 1-0 early on the Avalanche, and they're out shooting them 5-0. Game is not even 4 minutes old. Leafs are going to win. They lead 7-2 with 90 seconds left. Jets and at Golden Knights at 8 o'clock. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening to Inside Sports.